Hi, I'm Zach Pippen, and you're listening to Best Worst Day, a podcast about stories and the people who tell them. None of the stories in this podcast are pre-screened, and as such, may contain content that is upsetting or disturbing to some listeners. That being said, thank you for joining us, and please enjoy this episode of Best Worst Day. Hello and welcome to the first episode of Best Worst Day. My name is Zach. My name is Thomas. And this is a podcast that, above all, is about stories. Every week we'll have a guest, um, and they will tell us a story about their best day, their worst day. And just a day. Yeah, just another fun or interesting story uh, that comes to their mind. So, thanks for joining us. Our first guest this week is my friend Olivia. Who's making faces. Yeah. Hey, guys. Yeah, this is an audio podcast, (laughs) so... Uh, yeah, maybe chill out with the goofy faces. I can use descriptive language if I need to. Yeah. Uh, so, thank you for being with us. So, uh, we thought to we thought to start things off, we would have Olivia tell us a good fact, a bad fact, and then a third fun or interesting fact about herself. And she does not look panicked about that proposition whatsoever. Yeah, we thought we'd get our, our most timid friend for episode <laughs> one, so we could just have long swaths of silence. <laughs> Okay. Hey, I'm Olivia. For my good fact, I am working on a master's degree currently. My bad fact is that I am afraid of lizards and frogs, but I not snakes. I'm also afraid of snakes. I'm afraid of any non-mammal, mostly. I love snakes. Ugh, ugh. Did you tell your neutral fact? Not yet. My neutral fact is that I eat all of the orange M&Ms first. We had, we had, I, I have to be... <laughs> have full disclosure here we were helping olivia with her facts beforehand and i really thought that the orange m&ms didn't come in the classic m&ms packages i was so sure uh and we googled it and i as usual was very wrong they Uh, actually originated in 1976 yes uh welcome to a podcast about the history of (laughs) m&ms it's a podcast about stories yeah (laughs) Not your story today. In 1937, John Eminem <laughs> created the first Eminem. Come on, we gotta we gotta get into this. Yeah. All right. I guess that's enough stalling. Fair uh, disclosure. We don't screen these stories. Mm-hmm. We don't know what order they're gonna be in. Yeah. So. Yeah. Part of the fun is is guessing what story we're hearing, uh, which I feel will probably be fairly obvious as it goes on. Depending. Uh, but we'll see. Um, so, uh, without further ado, uh, let's hear Olivia's first story. Okay, I was explicitly instructed to give no spoilers beforehand, so buckle up. Yeah. <laughs> so, my mom is allergic to cats. She okay. has always been allergic to cats. She currently is allergic to cats. In 2014, my youngest brother found a kitten outside. Oh, I, I feel like I know where this story is going. Yeah. And because he's very cute, he said, Mom, can I bring him inside? And my mom said, sure. My mom, who I will repeat, is allergic to cats. Mm -hmm. So my mom got a cold, and she couldn't shake it because Mittens was in the house, and Mm -hmm. Mittens was sleeping in her bed along with with her and Ross. Uh, 
my little brother named him okay. I'm going to need you to calm it down. So my mom decided that Mittens had to find a new home. Mm-hmm. And, and your brother as well. And they said, why doesn't Mittens come live with you and Nana? Because I lived with my Nana at that point. And we already had a cat who I had brought inside because I found him outside. And I said, yeah, let's, let's bring Mittens home. And Nana said, no. And I said, please. And Nana said, no. And this I, went on for several hours. <laughs> and I said, well, how about we just bring Mittens over and we see if he and Max get along. And then if they don't get along, we'll have to find somewhere else for him to go. Max being your other cat. Max yeah. being my other cat. You didn't cat. really establish. Max could have been anyone. <laughs> Max, Max is my other cat. He was procured several years beforehand. And procured. I found him. Okay. We have ways of getting felines. <laughs> okay, I can back it up to the story of how I got Max, no, too. No, it's fine. It's fine. No need. You can just start with the story of, of Max and Mittens together. Yes. I, I'm getting really deep into this cat lore. So, Mittens came over, and he and Max like sniffed each other. It was going okay. They weren't best friends at first, but then... They learn to tolerate each other, and now they're cool. And but that's, that's really all the best we can say for anyone. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Mittens stayed, and now he is three, and he is a bad cat. And I Uh-oh. say that I say that with all the love in my heart. I mean that he he's bad at being a cat. He oh. thinks he's a very small human. So he likes to drink out of cups. He demands the finest food. He sleeps on a pillow. He demands it in English. He's a a terrifying demonic cat. That that would be terrifying. The finest food. He lays in front of the fireplace. Yes, Mittens, whatever you wish. (laughs) Um, He'll actually stand on your chest in the morning while you're asleep in bed and scream at you until you get up to feed him. He likes you to remember that he could kill you with the, the slightest provocation. Isn't that the thing that cats do to check that you're awake so they can, or dead or not, so they can start eating you? I woke up as I was sleeping with my mouth open and Mitten's entire face was in my mouth. Yeah, like, they... they <laughs> he was seeing if I was food yet. Is, I yeah. hope this story doesn't end with you accidentally eating Mittens. <laughs> Zach, Zach, did you I know did that, that cats do that? They'll crawl on your chest when you're sleeping... To tell if you're like dead or not, and if you're dead, they'll just start eating you. I think I think they just crawl on you because you're warm. No, no, no. <laughs> in the mornings they to check they check if you're breathing. Look, this isn't the cat facts podcast. Let's get back on track. <laughs> so uh, he's bad at he's bad at being a cat, mm-hmm. and I love him. And um, this morning we got the phone call that his kidneys are failing, and we don't really know how much longer we have with him. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. So, I picked today as the worst day. Oh. Mm-hmm. So, starting off on a happy note. I remember when I approached you about the podcast, you were, were you were thinking, I'm not sure what I'm going to choose for my worst day. I hope that we haven't established a precedent with the podcast that the universe will create the sad stories. Um, uh, is it because of age? No, he's uh, he's three. They don't um, they don't know why his kidneys are failing. They think yeah. maybe he got into something, but we're not sure what he would have gotten into. Um, mm-hmm. But he's been kind of weird for several months. Yeah, he yeah. won't. Um, 
he stopped eating like the dry food he would only eat the wet food but he only wants the gravy off the wet food so when my nana took him into the vet she had mentioned it and the vet just said he's being picky and he's just trying to get the best food out of you that he can Mm -hmm. and nana said okay we just get him whatever food he'll eat but it was i want to say monday no tuesday of this week that she just noticed he was really lethargic Mm -hmm. and it's usually so it's usually so sudden with animals because you can't well when it's when it's with a human they can just say like you know Something feels strange, you know. I'm not feeling right. I'm feeling well. The the, the I'm not gonna say ironic, but um, I had a cat named CZ who um, got animal diabetes. Yes. And her kidneys started failing too, and it sounds exactly like her. Yeah. Uh, she started getting lethargic. She was twitchy in weird ways. She would only eat certain foods, and um, it's it's brutal. And I'm sorry that. That's the too. thing is, we had like we had talked about maybe him having kitty diabetes because yeah. he always he's always been very good about drinking water. He'll drink lots of water. Mm-hmm. He demands to drink it out of a cup, but he drinks his water. Right. So we had mentioned it before, and the vet really didn't think anything was too wrong. And then, like I said, Tuesday something was definitely wrong. So mm-hmm. my nana immediately mm-hmm. took him into the vet. And they said, yes, something is definitely wrong. And they ran blood tests, first of all, to um, draw out, like, feline leukemia or feline Mm -hmm. immunodeficiency virus, which, in light of them saying, there's really no telling how much time he had left, but it's not a lot, could have gone with some feline leukemia, to be honest, because that is manageable, and it wouldn't take him quite so soon but the right now the going theory is that he got into something we don't know what he would have gotten into because it seems like if he'd eaten anything in the house right our other cat would have also eaten that in the house and if he had eaten something outside we have some neighborhood cats that sit around and it seems like some of them would also have been sick if they had been eating the same things that he does Mm -hmm. so Right now, it's just a lot of being guilty because it's wondering if we could have done something or yep. if if maybe he was showing signs earlier and we didn't realize it mm-hmm. and all of that stuff. But really, we're just... I mean, you could go around like that forever, but you know what it comes down to is yeah. you just love your pets and... Um, it's, and one, it's one of the worst things. Yeah. It's, it's the toughest part. It's the toughest thing because animals just enrich your life so much. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, unless you're getting like a parrot or a turtle or something, they don't live very long. Yes. Um, and so, you know, if if you're a real pet lover and you're gonna have even just one dog at a time, you're gonna uh, go through that sadness and loss, you know, quite a few times in your life. Yeah. It's, um, I think it's something tough. that people who didn't grow up around pets they don't get. So I'm so emotional about losing mittens, and I've been emotional about losing pets in the past too and if you didn't grow up with pets sometimes people think well it's just a cat why is it this upsetting for you Mm -hmm. but mittens is our family Mm -hmm. he's our tiny furry annoying family and so this is like losing any other family member and i've lost a lot of them and Mm -hmm. this really does hurt just as much yeah my dogs are getting older too and uh you know they're still in they're still in decent health for now, but it's even tough just to go home. And every time I go home, they're getting a little grayer. 
they're a little bit slower, less energetic. Um, you know, it's it's a lot like it's a lot like watching your family members age, but just really sped up. Yeah. Um, you know, I I've lost a couple of pets at this point. Like starting starting with an old dog named Herbie, who was like a thirteenth in line purebred Shih Tzu, so lots of issues. <laughs> um, then Cece had her diabetes too, and that finally took her. And then my cat Plum, which was let out of the window because of a mistake, mm-hmm. jumped out and died. Yeah. And then I. I applaud people who can get a pet now after a pet has died, but I just don't think I'm going to be able to ever have another pet. Yeah, I know. I I FaceTimed with Mittens today once um, my mom called me and mm-hmm. told me that she didn't think he was going to pull through it this time because he's, he's been sick in the past. He gets little respiratory infections, and we take him to the vet and then give him a shot in yeah. his little tail and then we're all good, mm-hmm. but I got to FaceTime with him today, and he is comfortable at home, and he's just snuggling and getting loved on, and that's really all we can hope for at this point. Nana actually started laughing because he lays on her chest all the time. Today he was laying on her chest, and she was wondering like how it was going to happen, if it was just going to be his little heart stopped, or our hope is that he goes to sleep at night, and then he doesn't wake up and it's not it's good that it's good that you've gotten a little bit of warning at least so that you have some some time to repair Mm. prepare and to and to say goodbye um i mean obviously it's not the same as like your pet doesn't know that you're saying goodbye and preparing you know your pet's not going to write up their last will and testament or divide up (laughs) their belongings but here's uh, my favorite cup yeah (laughs) my it would be it'd be a a pretty a pretty sad little will reading for my dogs because it's mostly uh like a teddy bear that has been bitten and humped into absolute oblivion <laughs> we've <laughs> stitched up a thousand times you we bought them so many toys and they just play with that one build it's a build a bear that I got when I was like ten years old and now it looks like it went through a war yes <laughs> uh but uh that's tough. I'm I'm sorry to hear that. I've uh, I've lost uh, mm-hmm. uh, a dog of mine that was very close, and uh, like I said, my my other animals are getting up there, so I can understand your pain. Um, I re- I didn't expect that's that's kind of the uh, the the surprise of the format of this podcast. I wasn't expecting this to be the sad story, um, yeah. but uh, that's just kind of what we've we've signed ourselves up for. Well, um, I. I can't think of uh, any better way to start off a podcast than with uh, coming up on uh, 15 minutes now of, of talking about uh, dead pets or dying pets and sick pets, probably the saddest uh, possible topic. So We can uh, only go up from here. Yeah, on that note, um, it's, it's, it's a shame that this is our first podcast because this would be a perfect time to go to our sponsors, <laughs> uh, but uh, let's just uh, truck right along. All right, so... The other one starts off rough, too. Mm, right. Because of what I'm studying, I do have to go into clinical settings and help out in healthcare facilities as part of my training. Mm-hmm. So at the beginning of this last year of school, I was assigned to a healthcare facility that I wasn't super happy about because I felt like other people had gotten, I won't say better, but... A wider scope of what they would be learning and mm-hmm. mine was going to be a lot more narrow 
I knew I wasn't going to get the same opportunities as them, but I said, we're going to make the most of it and we're going to just do what we can. So as I suspected the first several weeks there, it was not a whole lot of doing. It was a whole lot of writing. It was a whole lot of just kind of observing while I heard my classmates. So much writing and medicine. <laughs> Why can't we just get just get right in there? Well, to be to be fair, Zach, there's so much writing and medicine that eventually doctors just develop that doctor scribble. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't want to deal with this. Here's your prescription. They write so much that they've transcended. Yeah, they've transcended linguistical <laughs> yeah. scribblings. So I would hear my other classmates tell stories about the things they were doing, and I wasn't doing those things, and I was sad. But I said, we're going to make the best of this. And then a few weeks before I ended my time there, I was helping out with one of the staff members, and they said, do you want to help me do this? And I said, sure, and grabbed one of my classmates, and the this was removing staples from a surgical incision site on a person. And so my classmate and I went in there, and we expected a little more guidance than what we were given, but... (laughs) She kind of talked us through it, and just, then just pull them out. <laughs> she didn't. They didn't just like give you like a like an like an alligator, a, like, a little, a like a little like a little staple alligator. They did give us a staple oh! remover. Is it a, is it the same as a normal staple remover? Is there, no, 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 no. It no, looks no. more medical, doesn't it? Yes, like there's absolutely. a medical version. Absolutely no. <laughs> I thought, okay, I thought you were referring to the medical one. I forgot that there are the little alligators what a, that remove paper staples. Yes, I thought surely that, is, that it's... You knew what I was talking about, yeah, right? The little, she, the little alligators. And she was screaming and two students were holding her down <laughs> while she was biting a washcloth. I was, no, I was no, like, no, no, what, no. Shoe, what, what terribly shoestring budget would a place? I was like, no, we just got to use the paper staple remover. Yeah. Yank. They were no, just, no, no, my, no. I'm, ma- I'm majoring in Civil War medicine. <laughs> Here's some rum. Bite down on this stick while I cut off your leg. No, 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 no. It was all medical. It was all very medical. Okay. I just mean... That's how you want to hear it described. She... Don't worry. This will be very medical. I just mean that the staff member handed us the stuff and instead of demonstrating it first, just talked us through step by step as we did it. Did the person who was being staple removed, were they aware that you had never done this before? No. Okay, great. Were they conscious? Yes. Do you think they noticed, hey, these two young young people are coming in and the other person is standing over there? Anytime I have a medical procedure done, the first thing I do is check whether the person doing it looks nervous. <laughs> because oh, no. if they are nervous, I am nervous. They train us in confidence. <laughs> yes. So we did not Screenings tell... on the inside. We sorry. did not tell this person that we had not done it before because we were going to not make this person panic. Mm-hmm. And it went well. And then, of course, this person that we had removed the staples from said, are you guys students? And we said, well, yes, we are. And they said, well, you need to set up a room out here because you're better than these doctors. And And we went, oh, thank you. How very kind of you. And then right there, they just gave her her medical degree. Well, Doctor Olivia was, speaking. I'm, I'm really glad that this is a this is the, the bad story happened already because this could have gone real bad real quick. He's like, "Are you students? Why, yes. Great. I'm suing you. You caused me so much pain." <laughs> no. Um. The the person said, 
how many staples were there? Were there like four? And we said, no, there were closer to 14. And he goes, I didn't feel that at all. How did they not know how many staples were in there? It's a medical operation. (laughs) It's very medical. It's because of the placement. On he the was like, "How many body. staples are you gonna put in here?" And don't worry, don't worry, it'll be a perfectly medical amount of staples. <laughs> so we said thank you so much, and and that made us feel really good. And then we had a few more hours left in the facility, mm-hmm. so we got the signal that this we gotta person... do some more medicine. Get some people in here. We only got a few hours left. <laughs> so I'm got... better than a doctor. <laughs> we got the signal. That this person required some more help. And so I grabbed another person and we went in there and they said, I have to go to the bathroom. And we said, okay, we can help you get up. And this person said, I'm really sorry, but I already went. Oh, no. They said, it all hit me at at once. I'm so sorry. And we said, that's absolutely not a problem. Don't apologize. Don't worry about it. We're here to help you and we'll get you cleaned up. And this person said, thank you so much. And so we started, and I will not lie, it was real bad. Okay. I, it was so bad. It's, it's, but I feel like I have to I have to be the one to ask this question. Are we talking a, a number two scenario here? We are talking a, I'm going to go with eight washcloth bowel movement. Oh, no. We might have to upgrade that to a three. Oh, boy. So. Don't worry. They cleaned it medically. <laughs> don't, don't worry. This is all very medical, what we're doing here. It was. <laughs> So we we got this person. You were using up. washcloths, by the way. What, what, yeah. what did you think they you were going to use? You don't their have hands? Like, you don't have like a a, a poop vacuum. No. <laughs> a what? It, don't worry. This this is our poop vacuum. A poop? It's very. What? It's this is a very medical facility. We deal with this a lot. No. Are you insane? There. It feels. It feels like there should be some sort of higher tech solution to this. <laughs> I don't I want don't, a suction machine on any part of my body. Well, it's, it wouldn't go in you. It's not like insert into colon, remove It's bowel all over movement. the place. What other thing sucks on my skin? I don't I don't want to be in any bowel movement situation where the amount of mess is measured in washcloths. I, no, I don't think most people measure in washcloths. I have a question. I'm just trying to, uh, to Excuse give me, you information. Where's your, where's your nearest restroom? I'm about to have an eight washcloth bowel movement. I have a, I have a and question. you do not want to be here. Is this is this uh, the same person or is it oh the staple person? Yes, it is the staple person. Okay, I just wanted to know. Yes, and they were and they were like, "Is this a sixteen washcloth bowel movement?" And you were like, "No, it was an eight washcloth bowel movement." They're like, "I didn't even know." No, you're better at cleaning poop than these doctors. So we got this person cleaned up. And as my classmate was going and disposing of everything, he got my hand and he looked at me and he goes, I just thank God for sending you two here to help me. And that was the best day. That's pretty cool. I, I'm going to tell you, um, this, this podcast isn't about my best and worst days, but I promise you nothing about my be- best day will involve bowel movements in any way. <laughs> but still a very nice story. Yes. Uh, I don't know, man. I, yeah, also me, no bowel movements yeah. on my best day, I don't think. I don't think it was that bad. Trust me, my best day will be a very medical story. <laughs> I, I knew what I signed up for. Well, thank you for sharing. Thank um, you for sharing that story. Um, uh, so far, it has been sick pets and cleaning up poop. 
Uh, and that, Medically. and let, let, need I remind you, that's as happy as it's going to get. Because uh, that was the happy story. <laughs> so, uh. I warned you, it started off rough again. I don't know if, I feel like it, like, up until the last sentence, it was pretty rough. <laughs> but it was a good, it was a medically good rough. Yeah. All right. It was, I would be more worried. I would if rate that story were... medical out of 10. <laughs> I would be more worried if people were not having bowel movements. I mean, I don't know. Um, I feel like walking around in my everyday life, I look at people and like not having bowel movement, not having bowel movement. I am content. I, I feel mean, like if I see someone having a bowel movement, day is downgraded. In the context of a healthcare facility. And listen, you can't. You shouldn't. This was her good story. They sit. The, they sit them down on the table. They put the gown on. and They say. I need you to have a bowel movement right now. Is it? Okay. Um, oh, I have so many bowel movement stories I listen. can tell you. Yeah, but, all right. Well, unless that's your third story, we're going to have to save it for another hey, day. It's not. Like, the third story is just a story. For all we know, it yeah. could be another story like I mean, that. technically, within the rules of the podcast, it could be one the same story again. We didn't technically <laughs> make that a rule. The rules of the podcast. We have no rules This is yet. a no, This is a no-holds-barred podcast. I think I... I've created the first rule. You can only have one bowel movement story. <laughs> yeah. no, Preferably less than one. No, you know in what? my opinion. We're not gonna make that a restriction because yes. who knows? I I mean, I could see us having a podcast where we have three bowel movement stories that technically fit the, the rules and spirit of the cast, but uh I'm not hoping for it. But anyway, let's move right along. Let's hear your your third uh, We've established at this point that this is just your story story. So it could be I, a good story, a bad story, or just a story story. Yeah. I think it's a pretty funny story. All right, great. So. Medically speaking? Or? No, not medically speaking. <laughs> great, let's get away from that. <laughs> uh, there is a restaurant back where I'm from called Chef Lee's, and it is delicious Chinese food. Mm-hmm. And it's one of my Nana's favorite places to go. And I have some family members that live out of town. And so when they come into town, they like to go. So it was the night after Thanksgiving. And all through the house. <laughs> um, and we were we were headed home. And Not I a got, bowel was stirring. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I created Please. a monster. I was trying to not... <laughs> Please continue. I was going to say not a staple was stirring. Yeah. But that's, that's better. Oh, God. I got a text from my cousin saying... Hey, we're going to go to Chef Lee's. Do you and Nana want to come? And I said, Nana, do you want to go to Chef Lee's? And she goes, oh, I don't know. I said, you want to go to Chef Lee's? Was that your Nana impression? (laughs) Yes. Is that how she sounds? Just like a higher pitch to you? No, that's not it at all. So My Nana's actually Mickey Mouse. (laughs) (laughs) Also not true. Mm -hmm. Nana, do you want to go to Chef Lee's? No! If your Nana Nana was Mickey Mouse, I would demand that that be one of the stories. (laughs) (laughs) She is not. She's not Mickey Mouse, okay. but I do have a whole lot of Nana stories I could tell, too. Olivia's told me that uh, that her Nana asks about me a lot. She does. <laughs> well, that's she... nice. Olivia's, Olivia's Nana thinks I'm a very nice boy, and I'm not. I'm a bad boy, and that's why I have a podcast. <laughs> she does ask about Zach The most rebellious the medium. <laughs> she goes, how's, how's your friend Zach, the one that lives in Atlanta? How's he doing? It's just like higher pitched with a slight southern twang. That's 
What up? Get it. We were going to Chef Lee's. Mm-hmm. We yeah. were in the car Zach, on the stop way. stop interrupting. <laughs> he said interrupting. <laughs> you asked me to be here. Let her tell the story. Yeah, shut up, Zach. So we get there, and my cousin, my aunt, and my cousin's boyfriend are all going there with us. Mm-hmm. My uncle is a party pooper, and he stayed at the hotel. You said pooper. You promised that there'd be no bowel movements in this story. <laughs> it's a phrase! You could have said party bowel movementer or anything else, but you chose the word poop. He was, he's, a, he's, a, he's a very medical partier. <laughs> he's, he's a fuddy-duddy. Okay. Real, so he, real stick in the mud? He's, he stayed at the hotel. He's not fun at all. Real stick in the hotel. <laughs> so, we all sat down, and at Chef Lee's at dinner, you get soup before your meal and so we were going around ordering our soups and I say I would like egg drop soup and my Nana says I would like sizzling rice soup because she loves sizzling rice soup and we're all deciding what what soups to get and my cousin goes I don't know what soup I usually get and I said well what color is it (laughs) I said what I'll have your reddest soup. I said, well, what color is it? Because there's only three soup options. She uh-huh. didn't know? She doesn't know what soup she normally gets. I When I go to a Chinese Keep restaurant... Keep this in mind how do you, for the rest of the story. How do you not know what soup you regularly get? She's not from where I'm from, so they only go to Chef Lee's when they come to visit In my home. experience of going to Chinese restaurants, it's usually like, do you want hot and sour, egg drop, or wonton? Those are my three I, options. I've had sizzling rice. <laughs> I, I've options. never heard of sizzling rice in soup ever. Nana loves it. So she gets sizzling rice soup. Rice. I get egg drop. I say, what What soup do you want? What color is it? Since she doesn't know what she normally gets. She goes, I think it's kind of yellowish. I said, well, that sounds like egg drop soup. Mm-hmm. I said, if it, if it had shrimp, it's the sizzling rice. If it didn't have shrimp... It was either hot and sour or egg drop. What color were the shrimp? <laughs> I, I know this isn't necessarily relevant, but they didn't have wonton soup? No, they don't have wonton soup. This I is don't, a terrible I, establishment. Yeah. No one should go there. <laughs> I don't believe they have wonton soup. I've never been offered wonton soup there. It's on the secret menu. <laughs> See, the secret Chevlis menu. Yeah. You have to come you have in to and know, speak Chinese. You have to know Chevlis personally to get the wonton soup. So I say, well, I get egg drop. It sounds like you get egg drop. Just let them bring mine, and you can look at it and taste it and tell me if that's what you normally get. And she goes, no, I'll just go ahead and get the egg drop. That's probably it. So he brings all of our soups. And my cousin goes, do you have any of those Fritos that go in it? <laughs> referring, referring to fried wonton wrappers. And so he so says, So they've got yes. wontons, but not wonton soup. You're like halfway there. Exactly. Just, no, they had to fry all the wontons for the other soups. It was it was the opening day, and they realized they'd fried all the wontons. They're like, strike oh, the wonton oh, soup from no. the menu. No we've, one can ever know. We've sliced all these potatoes too thin. We have to fry all potato chips. <laughs> <laughs> and thus the Chef Lee's menu was born. So, he brings... The soups and her Fritos. How did he react, by the way? Did he, like, did Deadpan. He, he was great. I, I enjoyed that waiter very much. Because when he brought it back, he goes, here are your Fritos. <laughs> you he, very, he, very white person. Yeah. Oh, I'll have the egg drop soup and I'll have the Frito chili pie. <laughs> <laughs> she, okay, she has a history 
of doing some silly things. I have another cousin that also has a very long history of doing silly things. <laughs> and so we believe this story may have topped all of the other ones. So he brings it all back. We're eating our soup. And I say, hey, is that the soup you normally get? She goes, yeah, but I didn't know it had eggs in it. <laughs> the egg drop soup. And one, I, one, one with eggs in it. I put everything down and said, what did you think was in the egg drop soup? Well, let's follow the train of logic here. First. Maybe she thought that the history of the egg drop soup was, uh, I'll have that soup, but drop the egg. No, 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 no. Zach, step one to making egg drop soup, I'm, I'm being facetious, but step one, you drop an egg in it, but then you take the egg out. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, it's really more about the idea of an egg. It's the same thing as like rose water or that Whole Foods asparagus water. Yeah, the, the essence egg, of egg. The egg is dropped in it, yeah. but then the egg is dropped back out. It's a soup more inspired by eggs. And her response, because her boyfriend was cracking up next to me, was, but I don't like eggs. <laughs> Just put some more Fritos in it. <laughs> Cover up the egg taste. How old is your cousin? She just graduated high school. Okay, that seems a tad too old. This would be a very cute story for this perhaps would, a middle school. That would have yes. been adorable for a five-year-old. Yeah. This is just kind of yes. s- s- sad. It's so a sad she, story. She didn't think she got the egg drop soup normally because she doesn't like eggs. Don't, she didn't just go to this place. Yellow! I mean, I don't want this. I don't want the end of this podcast to turn into a roast of Olivia's cousin, but that is pretty bad. It it is. There's did she been... think that? I mean, did she really think that like part of Chinese cuisine was Fritos? Like, I, I said, what did you think the little bits in the soup were? She goes, I don't know. I went, <laughs> which I realized the audience Maybe, cannot see. Okay, I will describe it. She wiggled her head and 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 knocked it backwards like she'd been punched in the noggin and, and wiggled it again. Maybe she hates <laughs> eggs so much that when people say the word egg, there's just a static sound. So she heard like <sighs> drop soup. <laughs> That well, sounds good. No, I don't think that's what happened. She said, I didn't know that it was... She, the way she talked about it, was like, what color is I? She didn't know its name. Mm-hmm. I feel like at one point, someone was just like, soup. <laughs> and then she was like, I like this soup. And like, what's it called? Soup. Yeah. And that was it. And up until this point, it's the, the name has never been given to her. She's like, I would like the soup. <laughs> the cognitive dissonance was just so strong. She completely disassociated eggs from egg drop soup because she does not like eggs, but she does like this soup. Yeah, maybe there's just no I, way. It's impossible. It's it's like cooking something in a certain way. Sometimes make it so tasty. I mean, that's one third of the words in the name. <laughs> there's no way that I could. I could dislike a third of the name of this soup. I well, like the soup. Zach, you you remove it even further. What kind of soup do I like? It has two words before the word soup. <laughs> yeah. I like soup. I Do I like these two words put together for my soup? <laughs> In this case, egg drop. Um, that's uh, a... It's a story. It is a story. That, that sure was, was a, a story. That was that was a worst, best story. You fo- <laughs> Hey, you followed the format of the name of the... I thought it was best, worst. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, is it? 
Did you forget the name of the podcast? Zach, we've been talking for quite a while. Future here. Zach, edit that out so Thomas doesn't look dumb in episode one. Ta- future Zach Thomas says don't do that. Future Zach, go back in time and kill Thomas as a baby. Future Zach, Thomas will kill you if you try to do that. Alright, well, thank you for being with us for this first episode of Best Worst Day. And thank you, Olivia, uh, for being our first guest. And yeah. I guess technically our worst guest. I- and our, <laughs> our best guest. And our other guest. You know, you you really fulfill literally every category for guest that we currently have. Yeah. Best, worst, most forgettable. Yeah. Well, really the most quali- memorable. Really the qualifications for being on the podcast were guest. So that, she that's really the qualifications. You've gone above and beyond. The qualifications for being on the podcast was who can we get? To yeah. Be, I was to, gonna say let's uh, peer behind the curtain because tonight I was told that I was the first guest because you're who we could get. Yeah. That's a very, that's not a very nice way of putting it. Listen, I have at least two other people who are mildly interested. So, is it the same two people I'm thinking of? If if you're seeing another episode after this one, then it worked out. Yeah. (laughs) If you're not, then thanks for tuning in. Uh, But thank you. I've I've been Zach. I've been Thomas. And I've been a guest. And thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Best Worst Day, a podcast by Zach Pippen and Thomas C.K. Perot. Music provided by JewelBeat.com. Hope you join us next time.